You're listening to Joy Coaching America with the Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant, spreading upbeat, uplifting, informative messages of hope and happiness from sea to shining sea from our home in the beautiful Rocky Mountains. Welcome to Joy Coaching America. This is Carolyn Grant, and we have such a wonderful guest speaker today. I'm so excited and really thrilled to be able to bring to you Michael Proper, who is the CEO of Clear United. Today, I am honored with this privilege, and I want to have Michael share with you the backstory, and we're going to get into the need for what he is creating and in the process of has been creating over the years and how it's going to move forward to bless the families and the lives and the communication and the communities around the world. So today, Michael, as we start out this program, I just would love to have you go back a few years to a 16-year-old boy and a vision that you got and received for your life's mission, calling, and purpose. Well, thank you for the opportunity to be here. This is kind of my first radio show ever, and it's a fun and exciting new chapter for me. So hopefully this is something we get to continue. Um, first off, I would say it really wasn't a vision. It was just simply one word. Uh, after two consecutive prayers after two on two different days. So it was cold mornings in a little town called Benjamin, Utah, after I had basically hitchhiked a ride from L.A. County area to Utah at age 16. I was emancipated from foster homes and uh, just kind of went through a time in life where new chapters and beginnings were opening up and wanted clarity on understanding what I was to do with my time here on earth, because I knew that there, as, as I'd kind of experienced life until my 16th year, um, I had just, I knew that there was purpose. I knew that there was meaning. I knew that there was importance and um, had a real solid and always have real solid connection just to be able to communicate and ask simple questions. And one day um, it was a simple question, like five, six in the morning. I was working for a couple masons. Um, and masons basically build homes. They put bricks together and they, but I was build, creating all the mud and all of the cement in the middle of it. And basically, um, on my way to this job every morning before we work, I'd ask a simple prayer, which I always kind of do in life. But the prayer for the first day was, what am I supposed to do with my life? And it was very evident and important Um that I was supposed to actually work with my mind and not with my body, which I'd always thought that I wasn't really mm. smart. I mean, I thought, you know, I'm, I'm dumb. I, I don't measure up in the world's measuring of different elements of, you know, how do you learn based upon the way that man wants you to learn? How do you connect things up? And the next day, um, it was a simple question. Well, if I'm supposed to work, if I'm supposed to actually work with my mind and not with my body, what am I supposed to do? And so that question of what am I supposed to do is what really kind of opened the door. And the simple answer was one word, not a vision, not an ex explanation, but one word of you're supposed to work with technology. And so technology back in 90, 1992, I really didn't know what it meant. I didn't have any clue or understanding of what it was. 
but I was excited because to have clarity in life, um, and for me, I really trust these simple promptings and words and even voices, which may sound weird, but... Um, Not at all. <laughs> um, so I, I, I called my foster father and um, I explained to him, I know what I'm supposed to do in life. It's exciting. So I back then I went down to the rotary phones and it was a normal phone. It wasn't even a cell phone. But um, when I got back to a, a, a phone connection, I called him later that day and said, I know what I'm supposed to do. It's technology. And I asked him, do you know what that is? And he was actually an L.A. County Sheriff officer that then had moved over to Colorado. And he said to me, he didn't know what it was either. <laughs> so, so we were both kind of um, on, a, on a hunt, if you will. But two or three days later, he called me back and said, I bumped into an individual that just broke off a Xerox here in Denver, and he's looking for an apprentice. And he explained what his definition of technology was. And make a long story short, fast forward from 1992 to today, and there's some beautiful realities around learning what technology was then and is now and actually being a big part of helping to create it and craft it for future generations. I wouldn't even say for today's generation, um, even though we touch a lot of elements. But yeah, I hope that answers your question and at least gives you some context. That is a beautiful story. And I'm so grateful for your willingness to share that with us. I, I also had a very deeply profound experience at age 14 that gave me my mission, calling and purpose. So I absolutely understand the beauty when the Lord speaks to a youth and gives them purpose, calling and mission and understanding so that they can avoid the pitfalls of the temptations of youth and head straight into your calling. And I just think that this is so beautiful, Michael. Thank you so much. And what an example you are and will continue to be for the youth of this world so that they can be inspired to ask that question as well. What would you have me do? What is my purpose, calling, and mission? Now, as we move forward, we are in the middle of... I am in the middle of learning about your beautiful technology and the thing that you have devoted your life to and the wonderful people that you have surrounded yourself with. And so I would love for you to explain what about technology were you guided and impressed to do? I think um, some of the early lessons were just that, lessons. So I was to learn. I was to learn the basics of why and how can mankind use technology and even should we use technology. So we started out in the world of kind of deploying systems that could do file print and messaging. So these were local networks. Um, and then we would do architecture, we would do um, security design, we would do deployments, we would do mail servers, we would do basically everything that would um, touch on early pieces of technology. Now, this was before cell phones were out. This was even before like Windows 98 was out, for those of you that mm -hmm. remember those days, all the, mm -hmm. even all the blue screens before those days. But um, make a long story short, I've been involved in three companies since then. And the primary one uh, that I started out on was a company called Calculated Research and Technology, which is still in business here in Utah. And then after that, um, was very impressed 
to actually go and start, you know, after five years of building that company from less than a hundred thousand over 10 million in revenue with a small, just handful of team members, um, primarily on design and architecture and security and things like that. Um, a simple model came to mind and it was really impressed upon me um, from many different levels, but basically combining hardware, software, and services for a predictable monthly fee. That was the simple model. And then remotely managing this for both individuals as well as businesses. And so I started a business and left the comfort of someone else's employee and income. You know, I, I think I was 20, I was 24 years old by that time. And I was making crazy money for a 24 year old. I'd just been married and had a couple of kids and well, our first child, so to speak. Actually, I was younger than that, but um, I started the first business uh, on at age 24 and it was called Direct Point and it basically combined hardware, software and services for monthly fee. And over the following decade, it basically grew to all 50 states and 29 countries. And it created a new category of remote service providers where it basically created this $256 billion industry as of numbers like two years ago. So um, wow. brand new category of remotely managing the PC, the server, and the network. And with Clear United, what you referred to with this most recent business, uh, it basically manages the mobile phone world for a monthly fee. So hardware, software services. But what's unique about this, and I really feel like is really the purpose of this call and the, the messaging here is, it's around the individual this time. It's not just deploying technologies for technology's sake. It's deploying technologies for the individual's sake, for man and womankind's sake. Puts them in the middle of it. They own their own data. They own their own identity. They can go where they want to go without being profiled or tracked or marketed to. And then it connects up to decentralized storage based upon that decentralized ID. And that will create what I believe is the most innovative advancement for mankind in this century. Some people argue, but I would I would still even take a second place for the last decade. So the net net is um, it's about decentralization with the individual in mind and delivered for a predictable monthly fee or subscription. And if people just want to buy it and own it outright, they can do that as well. But that's a basically what we're talking about with Clear United, which markets a lot of other products from different clear based companies. What the world will learn to, to understand is a, a really uh, independent and unique entity that is focused on decentralized systems. This is very exciting. It's very new to me. Uh, ever since I was introduced to you and to this Clear United amazing company, it has brought things to my attention and to my focal point. And I'm sure that I represent a lot of the population out there that might have not been aware of how necessary this industry is and what you are creating. I'm so excited to continue this interview with you, Michael. I love that you started this at 16. I love that it is a God-given role, a divine role that was bestowed upon you. And we will be right back after this station break. This is Carolyn Grant, Joy Coaching America.
from sea to shining sea and beyond. You're listening to Joy Coaching America Worldwide with show host and Joy Coach, Karen Lynn Grant. This is Karen Lynn Grant, and we are Joy Coaching America today interviewing the chairman of Clear United, Michael Proper. And I'm so excited to be here with you today, Michael. I've loved hearing the story and the in-between uh, conversation that we've had, which we would love to air that at a future time. What a powerhouse of information and what a great example you are to the youth of America and beyond. Uh, today and right now, we want to move into what is the purpose of the clear, all of the clear business and decentralization, and why would that be important for us today, for those of us who maybe don't understand that, but we would love to learn from your expertise. Thank you for having me, and it's been nice just to kind of get to understand how this whole radio world works and specifically get to fill your spirit. So, um First off, the clear companies, there's a couple of them, about five or six, and they're all focused on different elements of decentralization, uh, specifically creating decentralized systems in different paradigms. So one of them may focus on decentralized identity. Uh, that's specifically with clear cellular. One may focus on decentralized storage. That's specifically with clear center. And clear center has been doing that for well over a decade now literally 450,000 plus deployments of ClearOS server, which is a, what we call a decentralized operating system where it can actually take data from, for instance, let's say with Clear Cellular, you get a cell phone and you take a photo on that cell phone. That photo can be broken into thousands of pieces and then stored in thousands of servers around the world. And the importance of how that type of decentralization can actually be used by mankind, we believe, is a true and correct principle. Decentralization in general is a true and correct principle. Literally, no one owns it, no one controls it, except for the individual that creates it. And that in and of itself is very important. Why? Because it ties back to one of the main reasons I personally believe we're here on Earth, which is choice and accountability. And they both go hand in hand, along with freedom and liberty. Those things literally have to go hand in hand. Um, so decentralization as a true and correct principle is a focal point for all clear companies. So it's not just around decentralized identity with clear cellular or decentralized storage with clear center. But you'll find clear health will have some new, unique, decentralized health opportunities for the world but built on this platform of decentralized identity as well as decentralized storage. And then there's many other things, but the net net is decentralization. Just like when we look up at the sky when it's dark, you can see all of the solar systems and all of the different things that the human eye can't even see, but you can see that decentralization is a true and correct principle when you look up into the world as well as when you look down into a little cell a little, um, you know, the, Lynn Reif basically created the microscope, but he did it in such a way to actually see how things would interoperate down at that little cellular layer, if you will. But in so doing, he found a whole nother world 
of information and how these things come together. Us humans look at things in size and scale with what we perceive with our minds or with our, with our eyes. But in all reality, this whole world is built up of systems that actually work together, but based upon, let's say, forms of entanglement. And when we still really start to understand how that actually works and how we are really one world, one people, but with Clear United, which is what you, you started talking about, we basically all come together because United we can do things together that we couldn't independently. So when you take these decentralized elements, give that accountability to the individual, but then unite them together, that's when we can actually become one. And so we're, we're basically, with the Clear Companies, a facilitator, if you will. Some people have called it even an agitator. Some have called it a form of emancipation. But, and on the prior call, or on the prior little session that we did, that's kind of what I was inferring to when I was a youth that was emancipated. And what does that mean? It means you're accountable to not only yourself, but to others, to care for others, to even be stewardships over certain things. And as you do and as you serve, you literally be able, you're able to gain who you are and your own reputation. And when we talk about really what is the clear companies focused on with decentralization, it's combining both the physical world and the virtual world together. Some people call the virtual world digital world. So the physical world and the digital world together as one. And in all reality, that actually gets facilitated through the cellular phone, as we call it today, a phone. In my opinion, phone is like 10% of what these devices are. But literally, imagine a world where there is no identity fraud. And people that are in the physical world are also in the digital world, but the reputation that they're gaining in both is basically synonymous, it's the same. So I hope that that definition of decentralization and kind of how it culminates around all the different clear companies made sense to your listeners. What I love about this is, first of all, having a clear phone and having my sister have one who lives in the country, we were concerned about how was the sound going to work. And for years, we've been talking in muffled tones over our iPhones. And I have to interpret what she's saying to me because I get every third word. And I have not complained to her because I knew there was nothing that we could do about that. And when she got her clear phone and we called each other, we sounded like we were standing right next to each other. So the sound is clear. And then she was so excited. She said, I'm so excited that we get to have clear video chats with nobody else listening and clear text messaging with nobody else reading or having access to that. And that is so exciting when we think that there will be our calls will be private. There's been so many times when I've wanted to share something with someone over my my smartphone and I've hesitated to share because I didn't know who was listening and and how it would be used down the road or something. We just want our privacy. We want to store our own data. We want our memories to be to be contained, to be ours. There were our creation and our joy in the moment and now it's so all over the place. And so 
I'm so grateful to have been introduced to you, Michael, to this company and to the companies within the company. I'm excited about the Clear Health as well. And I'm looking forward to you sharing more about the Clear Med and the Clear Health. And if you'd like to start into that, we can, if there's something that you would love to share with us and where that's going. I can tell you that um, there's a brilliant future there. We, we've actually been working on the health side of it for about three years. A beautiful lady named Linda, and I won't be specific, um, after dedicating a life to finding alternative ways of healing and proving that it is real, and reached out to me and said, this must be. And she, she knows that when she dies, the thousands, many thousands of people that she helped, this can't just be forgotten. And then from there, I was introduced to a gentleman named Roy, who I won't be specific on as well, but uh, 50 years ago, he graduated with a PhD from Brigham Young University and went on to actually work for the government and prove out a lot of these different elements to create tools that then people like Linda now are actually using. And I can tell you that through purchasing a couple different companies and preparing for the Clear Health launch, it wasn't slated until 2022, but that was built off of a timeline that was started back in 2009 and then way before COVID even started. So literally, I'll say that again, 2009. And the net net is um, we've acquired two different companies. We're currently closing on a third right now, and we have a very large one that's coming up. But um, imagine the future of true healthcare options and choices and using information that's intelligently organized for the future and proving that other things like imagine a study around quantum entanglement and how that ties to health. But the net net is there's exciting news that's coming. We're excited to review that with you and grateful for the opportunity to speak with this. I'm excited about that. Being a licensed massage therapist, vibrational attunement, I love frequency. This is going to be exciting. And we'll be right back with more with Michael Proper, Chairman of Clear United. Welcome to the Loving Liberty Radio Network. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America with Carolyn Grant interviewing Michael Proper, who is the chairman of Clear United. Now we're going to talk about how this beautiful creation is much more than a phone the things that it can do and the future of this phone, this beautiful device, as Michael says, a brilliant phone replacing all of our smartphones is so exciting for me, a mom, a grandmother, an entrepreneur. The thing I love about it is it comes in three sizes and I got the largest size, which is the largest phone on the market right now. And 
I operate everything from my phone. It's like, it's a second brain. It's probably the first brain because it remembers everything. So I'm so excited for you to share with us the components and the, the, the diversity of the things that this phone can do. I'd love to, but first off, I want to say thank you for just trusting to actually move over from your iPhone world, your Apple phone over to a clear phone. I love it already. I've had so much fun. I told my husband as we were setting this up, I was like, this is like a game and I'm learning how to change the themes and add the icons and make them bigger and, and change the wallpaper stuff. I never bothered to learn on my iPhone. I just let somebody else do it. I, I just think it's, it's notable that not a lot of people, cause your, your phone is sacred to you. It's your safe place. It's your own place. And to just take the, the leap, just, I want to just say thank you because that trust is a big deal because it really comes down to if all of us can trust in something that's new and we unite together, then the existing systems don't have that opportunity to be that safe place for us. And I want to tell you how excited I am to share this with my friends mm. and to even help them set it up. I have a dear friend named Rob Robson. And he was at a meeting that I was at the other night and we were looking at our phones and, and I got, to, he said, how do I change the theme and how do I change the icon? It was so fun to me, Mrs. Untechie, to be able to just go, oh, Rob, this is how you do that. And it's so fun to share that care. And I love that you have the clear care and that this is all about spreading the care and helping our neighbor to value your data and to preserve your integrity with just sharing this exciting opportunity. That's one thing that's unique about these phones is the clear care support is actually a remote support that comes on the phones. So literally pushing a button and an agent, a clear care agent can actually come on and remote control your phone right in front of you. Instead of having to set up a time to go into a after, let's say after COVID and the stores actually open back up, to actually set up a time to go into Apple or wherever and then have someone that's in front of you that you give your phone away, but you don't know what they're doing, how they're doing it. And ultimately, you're just as smart as the agent on the other side. So if you actually imagine on a speakerphone, you're watching your phone actually move and someone's walking you through anything that you need to be walking And you're through. learning mm -hmm. as they walk through it and you're seeing that little cursor move around your phone and you're learning and they're pointing. Now, this is what you do and this is where you go. Exactly. And imagine a day when anything that happens on your phone is also recorded and stored to your your decentralized storage. But that's a different conversation. Can I tell you something fun that I love about it? I love that the other day I sent a text message to a group of people, but it was a predictive text. And of course, I said a word that came out wrong and it turned into a naughty word. And I, when I read it after I'd sent it out to everybody, I went, oh my gosh, I sent this word out to this group. And I love that I learned how to go in and delete the message for everyone. Yeah. And then one of our friends, Barry, he was like, I just love how you're just deleting messages for the group. He said, that is so fun. And so there's all of these little nuances to this phone that are so exciting that make it truly really fun to learn. And if we just go in with an open attitude and say, I'm going to learn everything I can learn about this phone and all that it can do to bless my life and to bless my family and friends and community, this is going to be exciting. So one of the things that's also in the phone is you'll find 
some icons down at the bottom. When you, you just scroll up or thumb up or however you do it, you'll find that there's one icon that is all of Google Apps. But you can turn them off or turn them completely on or turn them on or turn them completely off. Um, you can also click on the clear icon and you can see decentralized apps that basically do the same feature functions, mail, contact, calendar, texting, etc. But you can do it with a decentralized secure infrastructure. But it, what it does is it creates a migration path from the existing world that we live in that's centralized. So for instance, Google, even though they've got servers all around the world, or Facebook, servers all around the world, they run distributed networks that are centralized networks. What this is all about is decentralized networks where the individual owns their data, but we have to actually compete with the existing world. So we've got to compete with the Facebooks and the Apples and the Googles, and even be honest with you, with the IBMs and with the Microsofts and with the Amazons. We call that big tech. And we call it using open source software and open source hardware standards, which is a form of living the law of consecration and software development where nobody owns it, but we all get to benefit from it and use it as well as future generations. So we're intelligently organizing these open standards of hardware and software together so that future generations can actually stand on the work that's already been done. They'll figure out stuff that we haven't even thought of. It'll be fun to, I don't know, physically or even not physically observe it. But the point being is this ecosystem of open standards and open source will literally compete with big tech, all of big tech. And at the same time, as crazy as that might sound, it's real and it will be secure and it will be for the individual in the middle of all of it. This, this work is very important. And for me personally, I don't feel like I've worked a day since I was even 16. I really don't. Um, yeah, I really don't. And in many ways, just massive blessings and doors that are opening. And I hope that those that, that hear this and want to actually engage and become a part of this work, that those same blessings and those same doors open up for you. Because it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be scary. It's fun. Mm -hmm. It is fun. And I want to share at this point that wouldn't it be fun to belong and wonderful to belong to a community of like-minded people who all value their constitutional rights, their love of liberty, who all value their personal data being preserved. And you mentioned often, Michael, the future generations. You talk about the gift and the responsibility that we all have to preserve the, for the next generation, the liberties, so that our children and our grandchildren can grow up having this beautiful protection. And I also love that you, in this process, have created a way for mothers and fathers to protect their children from getting on sites that are not for basically anybody's eyes, but especially the eyes of our tender-hearted little ones. And so could you address how this can help to block those kinds of sites that would hurt and harm the psyches of our children? Well, I think that this, this topic ties to really one world and one people. It's not just the United States. If anything, I think that the United States has been blessed in many ways, primarily because of how our forefathers set it up. I don't know if you realize this, but the United States is actually decentralized. Every state, every county, every sheriff, 
has basically been given their own opportunity and own responsibility to govern. This isn't, that's why the United States of America, in my opinion, will always stand, period, because it has actually decentralized itself. And in my opinion, the United States of America actually has a fiduciary responsibility to responsibly not only serve others, which we've actually done wrong. For instance, the United States of America, through the National Science Foundation, funded what we all call the internet today. And that internet has actually grown to hurt communities and to hurt cultures and to hurt people, primarily because we open up every port URL IP address to everyone. But imagine a technology and a country that actually unites together and stands behind the future of how mankind can responsibly deploy technology. So in other words, the whole internet as we know it is all blocked. All ports, all IP addresses, all URLs. And an individual actually has to go to a particular site and then it uses machine learning and artificial intelligence to unlock it. So your browsing experience is faster. Viruses literally, the payloads don't work. And there's so much technical details to clear GM, but it's beautiful. But the bottom line is imagine where starting in the United States of America, we come together to unite together and help others. We will be right back with more with Chairman of Clear United, Michael Proper, after this break. Welcome back to Joy Coaching America, raising the world's vibration to love, joy, and peace, one happy listener at a time. This is Karen Lynn Grant returning to you, Joy Coaching America, with Michael Proper, chairman of Clear United. And I wanted to share with you, Michael, how much fun it was when I got my phone, and it's the largest one, and how much but it was to be able to, I know, I use the word fun a lot. Everything has to be fun for me. But when I went and held up my smartphone, because I was in the process of converting over and learning a new language. And so I held up my smartphone and I held up my clear phone and I went to one website and the same website on both phones. And we all know that when we go to a website, all these ads are popping up and, and then you have to click next to get to the next portion of body of the thing that you're reading. And then you go back and there's another ad and then there's another next and it takes so much time that I often just get discouraged and give it up. And I'm, I'm like, I don't have time to click all these next. But what was so cool is the purple dot that beautiful purple dot, when you click on it on your phone, it actually shows you how many ads you didn't have to see. And in a span of a couple of minutes, it went from 286 blocked ads to 345 blocked ads. And I was showing my phone to everybody sitting in the living room going, look at this. Every two minutes, I was showing my phone to everybody again. Would you share with us how this happens? And what a beautiful time saver this is for all of us. What's neat, but also crazy, um, what you just experienced is a, a user experience in the browser and the particular browser. Uh, 
is ClearWeb, and some of the measurements that you saw around time waste, time saved, or ads blocked is just a small subset of what the ClearPhone does. ClearPhone comes built into the operating system, a technology called Gateway Management, or ClearGM. And ClearGM is a revolutionary technology, and it's not just on the phones, but you can also put it on devices at your home and protect your whole home and just beautiful stuff. But it actually takes the whole internet and blocks all ports, URLs, IP address, and all traffic inbound and outbound, and only allows where you want to go in real time. Now, there's four people in this room and thousands of listeners, but we all basically go to maybe 90% of the same sites, maybe 85% of the same sites. So you think about it, the variance is not huge, but what's online is massive. So imagine a world where not just every single in and out traffic is monitored, but it's actually blocked and then allowed only based upon the good. So that allows a user, let's say, heavens forbid, they wanted to go to CNN. And CNN has <laughs> tons of different, you know, ads or banners or clickbait that is behind it. And literally, you can still go to CNN, but you're only going to get the garbage that you want to see. Or I should say the stuff that you want to see and the ads and the advertisements not actually going to be behind it. So imagine a world where you actually only got the data that you wanted. And imagine a world where you actually got your time back and you got your privacy back. Imagine a world where, you know, instead of actually paying for a phone, the phone actually paid you to use it. The phone actually created a type of proof of work or a proof of life, the future of proof of work, of who you are, where you go, what you do, what text messages you send, what e all of the interactions on this phone proves that you are who you are. And literally imagine this phone actually paying you instead of paying others to advertise to you. Because the days of buying and selling and advertising is not gonna go away, but this phone with ClearGM blocks all of it. Imagine a future where you could actually be paid for who you are and for what you do and where you go. There's, and inside of that same little button that you clicked, there's actually, imagine inside a ClearWeb, a little button that will pop up and say, someone would actually like to connect with you would you accept this type of a payment to connect with them and maybe look at a product that they want to sell to you? Similar to what happens today. It but brings choice back mm -hmm. that I can choose to view that product rather than it is inflicted on me and invading my space in the moment when I didn't have time and I didn't really want anybody listening what I was looking for. You know why you feel that way? Today, you actually are the product. That's why you feel that way. And in many ways, you're trying to just say, you know what, I'll give away my privacy for convenience and I'll be the product because I really like how this calendaring event technology works or how this mapping technology works or how the searching technology works. But in the future, imagine having all of those same benefits and features, but you are not the product anymore. And as a matter of fact, instead of paying for these devices, you actually get paid to be a part of the solution and the future. But we as mankind have to unite together and to be able to combat the big tech ecosystems that have literally quietly made us the product. And you know, Michael, I have long time, probably never voiced this before, but I felt like my smartphone was a necessary evil because I needed to have 
communication with my loved ones, with my clients, with my family, with the world. But I didn't like that, that invasive feeling. And then that leads me to this question. So what happens to all of our data? Should we leave this planet and move on? So the clear phones actually come with an ability to get a master private key or 12 words when you get the phone. And let's say that a mother got those 12 words. And let's say that that mother had four kids. Three of them were under 18. The other one was a husband. He's over 18. <laughs> I'm just throwing that out there. <laughs> but, you know, as a, as a father of six beautiful kids and a gorgeous wife of, I don't know, 23, 24 years, I can say that historically, I as a father or even my wife haven't had choice to be able to put technology in our kids' hands in a responsible way. But imagine when they're young and we have a responsibility for them, we can actually manage not only the logins that they have or the apps that they have or the sites that they go to, but those derived keys that we get as parents, we can actually have the kids tied to us, but then when they turn 18, they become their own. So literally, you teach these children true and correct principles when they're young, but then you let them govern themselves, especially in the digital world, right? We care about teaching kids how to drive right on the road because there's physical possible damage. But what about driving right on the digital roads? That's right, or, and the danger signs. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't put crack cocaine on your kitchen counter. And in the digital world, I promise you, you really are. But the net net is not only 18 years old, but what happens when you hit 88? And our life, the physical bodies that we have are going to expire. What happens to the digital life and footprint that we've created? Imagine a form of a estate planning, if you will, that can actually go to your progenitors or your kids or your posterity, which in my opinion is the real value of life. It's got nothing to do with dollars and cents on how mankind can create it or not, which is a whole nother conversation around currencies. But imagine the ability to actually say, this is what I want to be able to go on for generations to come. Because the number one use of technology, or actually the number one use of internet is pornography. The number two is actually genealogy and searching for loved ones and connecting with others. And so literally in the future, that's going to be just as important, if not more important. But imagine a future that is full of decentralized systems where the individual is in the center. I love that. That is comforting to my heart. I have, I have clients who have heartache and heartbreak. I'm a grief coach. Uh, I help people through the process of grief when they find surprises on their husband's phones or their son's or daughter's phones. And I think that this is an excellent tool for me to share with them so that they can feel comforted. And I know that there's many people that suffer from addiction even, you know, media addiction, not just pornography addiction, but, you know, game addiction, all of that. And how wonderful to be able to have a phone that if you're trying to overcome an addiction, that you can set that phone up so that there are things, places you just don't go, can't go. And it is, it is safe. I have many people that I love who are striving to overcome. And I just, feel like this is something they need to know. I was very intrigued by the setup when we got our phone set up. They didn't ask for our social security number. 
we don't even have our names associated with this, much less our driver's license. And so this was very comforting to find out that the phone has an identity of 12 words, like a 12 word long name that only you will have that is only yours. But what if somebody loses their phone? So it's not just the phone that gets the 12 words. You as the individual get the 12 words when you boot up your first clear phone. And those 12 words, they can actually, there's a fun way you can actually build them back again. But let's say you lost your phone. Let's say you had information on that phone. You can literally get a new clear phone, plug in your old 12 words from your original phone and the data and the settings. And even over time, it will continue to gain maturity. So phase two of this whole clear phone ecosystem, and you know, I wouldn't call it a revolution, but it is revolutionary. But literally, phase two is how do you actually take more data from your life? All your contacts, all your calendar events, all of your photos, all of your data, all of your files, all of your settings, your wallpapers, your apps. How do you take all of it and it becomes who you are? And through those 12 words, it's never lost. So imagine a world where literally your data is you and it's seamless. And you can even have assets or wallets or other elements. And your bank accounts and mm -hmm. everything that are preserved. Imagine a world where you can actually export all of your Facebook data and preserve it or all of your Google data, where you go, what you search, what you listen to. And you literally, you can be the one that controls all of your data. Right now, you control your logins to your banks and your medical history and all that stuff, supposedly. But imagine a world where you can actually control all of it and then pass it on to the future generation. This has been so wonderful today to be with you. And I'm looking forward to doing a part two, a part three, and a part 10. Uh, there's so much to learn and so much to share and so much awareness to bring into our communities, our families, and beyond. I want to pay a special tribute to Michael Proper at age 16 for asking that question. What would you have me do? What would you have me do? I think that is an important question that we can all be asking ourselves. Now that we have this beautiful gift that was inspired by a 16-year-old's question, we all have a responsibility to help be the answer, the solution, and share that, spread that vision with our loved ones, our families, our communities around the world and beyond. This is Carolyn Grant with Joy Coaching America.